Hey guys, welcome to When I'm Offline. I decided to take myself out of the equation. Well, not fully, but I'm saying I'm taking myself out of the equation when it comes to, I guess, personal stories this week because if you heard my last episode, you probably know how emotional I sounded when I heard my favorite restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants that didn't even last more than I think a year is, you know, closing its doors due to coronavirus And I really wanted to take to the time and really focus on a community that's truly near and dear to my heart that is also hanging on a lifeline due to the pandemic, which is Chinatown, New York City. They've been hit pre-pandemic, you know, with the thoughts of where, you know, this virus came from and, you know, what people believe at the time and what they choose to believe now. It is still a community that is really suffering. There are businesses that weren't able to come back when, you know, New York City decided to resume, especially now businesses, you know, there are businesses that are, you know, they'll sit maybe 120 people, at least that's their max capacity. But right now with, you know, only outdoor dining, you probably can only seat about 20 people and you can only imagine how much turnover that is you know, that they can do with that as opposed to 120. So I definitely wanted to take the time and spend this episode to dedicate it to all my favorite businesses out here in Chinatown. I decided to kind of put a list together and maybe kind of set it up as if it was kind of, you know, walking from a, you know, day, like the morning, you know, morning arriving to Chinatown to ending your night in Chinatown. So I guess let's dive in. So obviously my first restaurant that I'm going to mention obviously if you don't oh my god hopefully you don't hear this truck okay the truck left so if you have seen on my food Instagram you know first and foremost my favorite restaurant that I'm going to mention off the bat which is Ping's for lunch it is my go-to place when it comes to dim sum I think people don't realize when it comes to dim sum that the dumpling is supposed to, the wrapping of the dumpling is supposed to be super translucent. Like you're supposed to be able to see inside the dumpling. Like there are places out here. I'm not going to name names because it's been a minute since I've had a few. I only, I think I tested out a few different restaurants in the area because, you know, my friends and I are going to, you know, be willing to do the test. Obviously my parents and I probably not because we're going to stick to what we know is good because we all know now that, you know, things that even are good, sometimes they can't survive and come back, which is where we are now. So this is why I'm saying Pings is my go-to place when it comes to dim sum. Their dim sum, you know, the wrapping has to be translucent. You're supposed to be able to see inside and it's not supposed to be feeling like, you know, like you're chewing on, I don't know, like something rubbery. Like it's not supposed to be, it's just overall the wrapping, it's supposed to be as light as possible. That's why there's an art to it and there's an art to the fold, especially when it comes to hagao, which that is the Cantonese version. The English word is hargao and hargao is shrimp dumpling. That is one of the traditional dishes. I think it's supposed to be, there are supposed to be traditionally, I think 13 folds on the shrimp dumpling. I'm just spitting facts at this point. And siomai, siomai is pork dumpling, also one of my favorites and also a very traditional dish. They have another dish that I love to eat all the time, which is beef chung fun, which is beef rice rolls. So good, especially, like I said, the wrapping is not thick. Like I should not be able to, you know, really just, you know, feel like the layer of the rice roll is just as thick as the beef. Like that's just not it, sis. 
And then shrimp chive dumplings, I kind of blanked out the Cantonese translation of that, but shrimp and chive dumplings is obviously one of my favorites, especially I think when Ping's reopened, they wanted to bring back some, you know, something a little different in between, such as like a black truffle wrapping, and there was like shrimp inside and something else I'm trying to remember, but you know, due to the current state of where they're at, they're just trying to, you know, limit to the popular dishes as of right now because that's just, you know, we all gotta, you know, strategize on the way to, you know, make ends meet at this point. So, pings for lunch for dim sum. But if you're not craving dim sum that day that you're there, you can also go to Noodle Village, which is almost, I think, it's only a few, I think, stores down. It's on the same block, but like across the street. Noodle Village is my go-to place when it comes to noodles. I would get their other wonton noodles, soy gao, which is, I think there's like shrimp, pork, and vegetable in it. And they also have, um, which I think some of you, I don't know where you're at on the spectrum when it comes to really, you know, diving in when it comes to trying all types of foods. Pig's knuckle might sound gross in your ear when you're hearing that now, but it's probably the, I don't know how to really explain it, but I really like eating it. It's something that, you know, I think it's one of those things that you're better off maybe someone not telling you and maybe trying it out, you might like it from there. But yeah, Noodle Village is my go-to place when it comes to eating noodles. So, anywho, after that, you're probably like, well, I've already had lunch, so what's next? So, maybe going on a grocery run. So, first place I would go to is Sunvin Grocery Store. They are the go-to place, at least for me, when it comes to finding those uh, famous boba, brown sugar boba popsicles. That was the place that I found my first box there and they're also a place that you know they also have a lot of good frozen goods they also have a lot of good frozen dumplings they also have all the what are they called oh the instant noodles all the snacks asian snacks like oh my god asian snacks trumps all snacks out there well that's not true because i haven't tried every snack in the catalog but definitely asian snacks are up there and they're just a go-to convenience store and next in line would be the Tokyo Mart which has a mix of Japanese and Chinese market. They also have some things that Sunvin grocery store also carries but I would say that you know they're pretty they're pretty much you know both good groceries on their own. I probably go to Sunvin grocery market a little bit more because most of the time we tend to just stock up a lot more of like the noodles and the dumplings because at one point, we did visit Chinatown, I guess, in the midst of the pandemic, and sometimes when we had to either stock some things up, it's always nice to get as many, you know, frozen goods as possible because we were also trying to limit our runs to our local grocery store. And then, last but not least, there is a produce store. It's like on Bayard Street, but it's in between Mott and Mulberry. I was trying to Google map them and try to find a name, but I couldn't find it. So for now, we're just going to call it the uh, the Bayard Street produce between Mott and Mulberry. So you're probably like, after grocery store, what's next? Maybe I should have like routed going to the hair salon first because I probably would not in reality want to bring all my grocery goods to the hair salon because 
I don't know. For me, the type of person that I am, I'm just someone who rather, you know, get my hair done and then go to the grocery store because I don't want to, like, lug all my groceries to the hair salon because it's a whole, you know, another situation trying to, you know, find a place to put all that stuff away to get your hair done and there's just so many... Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that explanation another day because you're here for a guide. And the guide for where I'm saying to go get your hair done is Hair Lapel and visit Nelson. He is my go-to hairstylist. I get my hair done there with him pretty much. I mean, I don't even know at this point because it's been a while, but they're my go-to place when it comes to, you know, dyeing, cutting, washing, coloring, you name it. And I think I've also done, um, what is it, perms. So I've done it all, I think, when it comes to having to do to your hair. So yeah, hair lapel and ask for Nelson. Everyone else there is pretty nice as well. But um, yeah, definitely check that place out if you're looking for a haircut. And then you're probably like, well, after getting a haircut, I kind of want a snack before dinner. Taipan Bakery, obviously it's been a minute since I've been there, but what we would like to do in between before dinner, we would like to either order a cake, not for me, but for my parents, they would like to get a cake from them. And usually I think it takes about maybe an hour, an hour and a half for them to usually make, which is really nice. But um, yeah, they also have a lot of baked goods and they have bubble tea but obviously we all know my favorite bubble tea place but just you know throwing it out there they also have bubble tea they serve cakes coffee so it's a good you know it's a very very great i guess i feel like it's a very communal bakery because i see a lot of locals there and it's always always packed but it's been a minute since i've been there but that's a place you know if you want to also get you know a light snack and then, of course, we got to get into dinner. And obviously, dinner, we all know the first restaurant I'm going to mention, just like I did for lunch, Ping's. Ping's is pretty much my go-to place. They usually, it's hard for me to recommend items because the items that I know are in Cantonese and all those items are, you know, off the menu. But I will say is that their menu overall is very diverse. There are a lot of different dishes. There is Szechuan chicken, Peking duck, um, lobster salad. Um, they have a lot of curries that are really good as well. I'm trying to think off the menu. I'm trying to visualize the menu on the top of my head. You can also order dim sum as well, but I mean... I'm very traditional. I will eat dim sum for lunch and not for dinner. But, you know, at this point, I'll eat anything because where I live, there's just not any good dim sum. So I'll take what I can get. But I'm just saying if it was a normal day, dinner, those are the items that you can find. They also have a seafood tank there as well. So you can also get fresh seafood. Um, sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah, we would get fresh, like, whole fish and we would, I think we would just eat it, you know, nicely steamed and then served with, you know, soy sauce or um, not soy sauce. I think it's like spicy soy sauce with like peppers in it and stuff like that. So that is Ping's. And if you're like, oh, you know, maybe I'll try Shanghainese. And there is a new restaurant in the area. I think it's on Elizabeth Street. It's called Shanghai Asian Cuisine. I think we've only been there twice at this point, and we just discovered it, I think, two weeks ago. So pretty much gone since the last two times I've been in Chinatown. 
They have mini pork buns, which are so, so good, and they're so bite-sized. I kind of wish that they're a little bit bigger. At least some places I've gone to, they're a little bit bigger, but the mini pork buns, I think there's about five or six pieces, but regardless, like, they're so cute and so tasty. They also have xiaolong bao, xiaolong bao, which is the dumpling that has, like, soup in it. It's like the soup dumplings, and they also have one that is topped with truffle, they also have rice cakes, which are so good. If you haven't had any, you uh, that sounded like I couldn't speak for a second. If you haven't had any, they're super delicious, super tasty. Definitely try those. And last but not least, if you love chicken, drunken chicken, something out of this world. It is very good. And another restaurant I went to try when Pings was not open yet was i think new malaysia i think it's also on elizabeth street but it's like in between this like i don't know if you can call it like an alleyway because like i don't know i've always associated alleys that there's like a dead end in a sense and there's not really dead end it's like a passing through kind of section in between buildings but anyways new malaysia they have Chinese chicken and they have i think they have the sauces they have the sauces that go with what Chinese chicken is and they also have a couple noodles and a few other dishes as well. And last but not least, Aji Sen is a ramen store. I think they have a few around the world, but it's probably a handful at this point. It is a place that I used to go to, but at this point, when it comes to ramen, there are so many places in New York City that I love to try ramen from that it's been a minute since I've been there. And especially when it's right next to Ping's, it's really hard for me to go to Aji Sen, but Aji Sen for ramen, it's been there for so long. I think it's almost been there for like 15 plus years. So, you know, if you're craving ramen instead, you're like, you know, I'm just out here trying to support any business that I can in Chinatown. And, you know, you're just like, I'm not, you know, really craving Chinese food and I want to have ramen, you know, Aji Sen is the place to go. And then we're going to wrap this podcast episode up with dessert. And obviously, my number one go-to when it comes to bubble tea is Tiger Sugar. I think there's not... I think literally the minute Tiger Sugar opened their doors, I was like, I am dedicated and devoted to this place. I can't go anywhere else. And it has been like that since then. They are, I think obviously their signature one is their brown sugar milk tea with boba. That is their signature one. But right now they also have brown, I think it's brown sugar, but like coffee boba, which is also good. And they also have these tiger jellies, which is also so delicious as well. And if you mix it with boba, it is just, it's truly a masterpiece. And last but not least, to really, you know, tie a nice bow to this podcast episode, my last final favorite place is Ali Mama. Ali Mama, at this point, I've pretty much gone there every single time I'm in Chinatown because they literally have the best desserts. I, I don't, like, I think I've eaten every category in, like, on their menu. So, drinks... I've had their milk tea with boba. Milk, Their milk tea is so good, but their boba, they only have the mini bubbles, which is fine, but I sometimes like to mix it up, so that's why Tiger Sugar I will continuously stay loyal to. I've also had their Vietnamese cold brew, and oh my god, just it's literally the right amount of condensed milk on the bottom, and then you mix it, and it's just 
heavenly. And then the stuff they top it on on top of the drink, like the flower petals and the gold, like, oh my god. And then with desserts in addition, aside from drinks, is their mochi donuts. Oh my god, like, if I wasn't on this, I guess, like, trying to be a little bit healthier, I would literally order every donut on the menu because it's just that good. And aside from mochi donuts, they have mochi munchkins, which are just, like, you know, the size of munchkins from... Dunkin' Donuts, but they are munchkins, but mochi chewables. They are so good. Oh my god. I think there's like about, is there six or eight pieces in one? So, and it's like so well worth it. And then I think last but not least to wrap up this podcast, the item that we always get every time we're there is their cream puffs. Their milk tea cream puff is a signature that we always love to get. My dad is always eyeing that every time I'm like, I'm going to Ali Mama, do you want anything? He's like, oh my god, get me a milk tea cream puff, and that's what we always get. Now they also have a new one. Hopefully by the time I launch this podcast episode, they still have it on the menu, or maybe they make it their full-time menu item, which is their Vietnamese Vietnamese coffee cream puff, and they have the mini bobas inside. All their cream puffs, I think they have mini bobas inside. I'm not sure. I haven't tried all their cream puffs. I've only had the milk tea cream puff and the Vietnamese one, the new one that is on their menu, I don't know, for a limited time, or maybe hopefully it'll stay. Both are such good cream puffs, and that's a wrap on my guide to Chinatown. And, you know, if I'm always open to any suggestions, but as of right now, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be pretty loyal to the ones that I've listed already because, I mean, sometimes, like I said, you gotta stick to what you know is good because it's hard to really branch out because trust me even the good places the places that are still open right now like here's a tip even the places that are still open now and they've opened since like when I was maybe like seven or eight some places they just can't keep up their quality even the restaurant that I've been to in this local area I've been there probably like for the past like six six years maybe and like I can pretty much tell you like due to everything going on they've just went downhill at this point just because they're like welcoming so so many people in their doors they're just like oh you're gonna eat whatever I serve anyways but I'm not going to be about it won't be about them this podcast it's about Chinatown be out here to support if you can truly appreciate it hope you found some recommendations that are really helpful and definitely check out I think the Instagram account is welcome to Chinatown and explore Chinatown Welcome to Chinatown is helping out right now, fundraising to help local businesses in the area and explore Chinatown. It shows you how much the community comes together and really helps a community in need and just a community in general. It really kind of reminds us what a community should look like. And that's it, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and found everything helpful. I'm also going to link in the description all the businesses that I've mentioned today. Hopefully, I can either link to their website or if I can't find their website I'm going to link their um, Google Maps link or maybe I'll just put their address there so you guys kind of can find it on your own that way and if you have any questions definitely reach out to me on when I'm offline on Instagram if you want more food content check out happy underscore why you hope you found this episode very helpful I think I've said that 25 times at this point but all the best have a great rest of your week and have a great weekend bye